Operation Truth, the show they don't want you to see. Now, here's your host, Lou. Hello, everyone. My name is Lou Palumbo. With us is also uh, my co-host, Tom Fuentes. I do just want to remind you who Tom is because I think it's of utmost importance. Tom is a uh, former assistant director of the FBI. There are not many of them um, during any tenure. Reason I continuously come to Tom is because he's a wealth of information above and beyond having this extensive experience in the law enforcement community. He's also an historian, and he's an incredible investigator, to be honest with you. And I say that with, with great comfort, so I want to always acknowledge Tom. We're going to have Christian Briggs with us today. We're going to have an update um, regarding this transition into digital currency, where we're at, how it may impact the country, how others abroad may be plotting to devalue our dollar or whatever they're up to. But uh, I just want to start out and say that, you know, if you're not upset with the condition that this country is in, we need to have a little meeting. We need to sit down and have a discussion. You know, we're not here to be contentious. We're not here to be accusatory, um, insult people, demean them, defile them, or make fun of them, even when they give you reason to. You know, we're, we're witnessing in the media the destruction of the country. They're, they're, the narrative is wrong. The optic is wrong. And their whole delivery in general is wrong. And that's primarily driven by the fact that they've chosen to become extensions of your political entities. You know, a lot of bias going on. We're here to problem solve. I do want to talk to you about something today that has nothing to do with politics, ladies and gentlemen. This has to do with who we are as human beings, who we are as men. And this has nothing to do whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. You're going to learn this about Tom and myself in particular. And I don't want to speak for Christian, but I'm sure Christian is like-minded. We're not Republicans. We're not Democrats. We're Americans. And we're fathers, most importantly. And we're starting to realize what this is all going to translate to when it comes to the future of our children. So with that being said, I just want to give you a little bit of an observation of mine that, it, that you, you'll understand. I cannot tell you how disturbed I am. The son of the president of the United States, Hunter Biden, for whatever reason, decided to engage in a sexual activity with a young lady, the fruit of which was a four-year-old little girl. Now, we're watching Hunter deny the child and go through testing to prove it's the child. Then it's the wiggle out of taking care of the child and not wanting the child to have the last name. But worst of all, they deny the child. There is nothing worse than, than that that you can do. I don't understand what we don't understand about this term called abandonment. If you want to destroy your child's esteem, their security, what they believe they're entitled to, you want to just riddle them with, with emotional problems, abandon them. This is the president of the United States. I would say this if you're a Republican, Democrat, a Libertarian, I don't care who you are. I'm trying to figure out what your moral fiber is about. I don't really care about your politics. I understand the agenda. And I'm going to talk about the, the agenda with this president in a second about this whole student loan forgiveness, because this is another stunt to pit our children against people who are a bit more established in life, you know, by just pure deception and dishonesty. But let me talk about this child. I'm trying to figure out someone, I don't care who you are, Democrat or Republican, Libertarian, left, right, black, white, don't care. Tell me what this little girl did that warrants her being abandoned by her father and by her grandfather who refused to acknowledge her. If that does not offend your sense of decency, I don't know what will. I tell you this, folks, 
Tom and I have had gigantic lives. You just have to listen to us speak sometimes. I've had an immense amount of responsibility. The responsibility Tom is, has had or has taken on deals with the safety of this nation and even sometimes the world. Long story short, there's no greater failure than to fail your children. And that's what I have to say on this topic. I don't give a good goddamn what your political affiliation is. If you're a Democrat, Republican, Black, White, Roman Catholic, Jewish, Islamic, I care not. There is no greater sin than to fail your children. And you're witnessing it in real time by the person running the country. So I want to make sure this is the person we should be trusting, not because of his political affiliation, but because of his lack of moral fiber. And as far as his son goes, I just don't know what to say. But I want to tell you something Tom and I both know, and everybody in law enforcement. When you're a junkie, you're a junkie. And I tell you this, what I've, what I've learned about him, and Tom will affirm this. There is no line they won't cross. There isn't anyone they won't throw under the bus. They are, have a, a unique manner in which they navigate life. They take no prisoners. Now, unfortunately, that's his son. On some levels, I empathize with him. But at some point, you have to look beyond this compulsion to protect your son and stop exposing the country, which is what we're getting a glimpse of. Now, I've got an open mind, not accusing him of anything. We'll let the, the House of Representatives do their job, continue to conduct inquiries. What I think they should do is take a shortcut and subpoena Hunter Biden and ask him directly under penalty of perjury these questions about his relationships. Because, guys, usually where there's smoke, there's fire. There's fire. We got an inferno going on here, and we can't seem to get to the truth. And the real tragic part of this discussion is that each one of these political entities, Republicans and the Democrats, when it's one of their guys, they seem to employ this rationalization that it's okay. We witnessed it with the Republicans. We're now witnessing it again with the Democrats. This, this practice has to stop. We need one set of rules universally applied. It's that simple. There are bigger issues, guys, also. Other than this, we need to address the disparity in which minorities live, the problems with the energy sector, the borders, your economy. You know, your major cities are going to hell in a handbasket. For anyone that isn't following what's going on in Washington, D.C., the capital, the crime stats are through the roof. You go to Philadelphia, the crime stats are through the roof. They actually have twice as many homicides as Chicago with half the population. As you can tell, I'm a little bit in gear today because I'm worn to the bone because of my concern about the young people here. Tom, myself, and a number of us, demogra uh, demographically, based on our where we are in time, we're going to tiptoe through this. We're going to come through pretty much unscathed. The rest of the young people here in the country, we're in a heap of trouble here. The world is in crisis, with political unrest and financially unstable countries trying to print their way to prosperity by taking on trillions of dollars of new debt. It's incredibly concerning. That's why you need to own silver as a hedge. So call today to receive the free hard asset information kit on how easy it is to own silver. Green energy demands will possibly turbocharge silver prices to 50, 100, even 300 an ounce according to many experts around the world. Silver is a proven hedge against inflation. Since 1971, silver has returned over 11% when averaged yearly. Silver is a proven wealth preservation for hundreds of years. Hard Asset Management is a trusted leader in precious metals and rare coins for nearly 40 years. We have the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, expedited shipping, with award-winning customer service available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. CST, Monday through Friday. So protect yourself from the chaos. Invest in stability with Hard Asset Management. 
Call now and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. 844-426-4653. Actually, what I want to do first is bring Christian uh, Briggs in. I, I, I tell you, Christian is just, he's out of my league, guys. I mean, he's so damn smart about this whole thing with finance, of which I'm not super literate. He's overdressed today, too. So I'm, I'm giving you right up today, Christian, to Tom. If you think I'm bad wearing this shirt, take a look at this guy's in his damn underwear. First of all, I'm in a white t-shirt. When you when you assume underwear, I would say, look, all I all I can tell you is that what matters the most is the information we provide on this show to people. I agree. I agree. If anyone's but- looking for uh, good satire with great in- intellectual intelligence, they came to the right place. But when they're looking for men's fashion, today's not my day. Look, right, I got listen. lots of red bottom shoes and white t-shirts today. I, I took a little creative license in addressing you and your BVDs. So I, I'll retract that statement just to get us back on keel. <laughs> but let's get into the meat and potatoes today. Give us an update as to how we're progressing with this transition into digital currency. I've been reading a number of um, emails that you forward and text messages with really pertinent information. Where are we today right now, Christian? Okay, so here's what we've got is what we know. So I can tell you this conclusively. I'm actually going to read... To, to uh, let me send, hold on one second, let me read this to you. So just, just know that what we've got as far as the Fed now, let me read this a little bit. This is a, this is an uh, information between my sources and I up on the Hill. The Fed now is right now actively migrating 200 million plus commercial accounts. These are small businesses from small to medium community banks and credit union unions onto its own commercial platform. Remember, the Fed now is a commercial bank now. It is transitioning from a reserve currency platform. In other words, for the United States to have debt um, resources to be able to buy and sell treasuries really comes from the treasury to the Fed. Fed then issues the cash. So now the Fed now is a direct competitor. So when these banks and these community banks and credit unions sign up for the Fed now, They give all commercial accounts to the Fed, maintaining your direct competitor, your clients. As an example, if we, you and I, Tom, any member of our inner circle had a business and we said, we think it's in our best interest to take all of our customers, the information, transaction information, and have that over to a competitor so that they could process all these clearing transactions knowing that once that information is given to an outside source, a competitor direct in this case, and that's been confirmed, we are literally handing our entire business operations and our company to another. That's what's going on. So recently with one of the highest ranking members in the house, him and I had met with a member of the American Bankers Association who confirmed by 150% that the Fed now is a direct competitor to all non-clearing commercial banks, i.e. 2,000-plus community banks and credit unions. They are a, so this is the end. The Fed now is a direct competitor as they have become the de facto clearinghouse plus, offering ancillary services much like any other small to medium commercial community and or credit union bank. And they are taking over the bank's functions at about 70 to 80% now as a commercial partner. They call it partner. Good luck on that. Eventually, that they'll have 100% ownership. Reason being is all the information from one account that's held by any community or credit union bank 
is systematically put over to the Fed now. Account uh, number, transaction history, functionality, ACH, if you need debit cards, credit cards, if you need anything that falls within a commercial bank's offering, small loans called SBA, Fed now. If you need any of this, what he was saying is, this is the member of the American Bankers Association said clearly, is that he was told the Fed now gets all account numbers of each individual account, all transaction history clearing through Fed now, but not the account name. But when we were when we pressed him about, are you sure they don't get the account name? He said that he couldn't guarantee no name, but he was told no name at this time. Well, here, here's my impression, and again, you can. me if I'm wrong, but my impression is history. You're providing the service that all things go through on and for. What else do you need? You can systematically get the account name because if you're the Federal Reserve or the federal government, getting a name on an account is as easy as making a phone call. So there's no question when they say, well, we're not going to get the account name. They don't need the account name right now. Once these commercial customers, which we call non-retail customers by definition, since they're a commercial business account, they are now on the Fed Fed now monetary platform. The idea is, and there was an article in today's paper, okay, and let me pull this up real quick because you guys are going to love this. This is going to blow your mind. This is in the Wall Street Journal. It says, bank executives say the industry is, is poised to consolidate at a rapid pace. Bank deals are facing hurdles where banks are now trying to strategize together to, to merge where the Fed is actually forcing them to merge to consolidate in some areas by thus lessening the amount of banks that are currently available to the public. In other words, they're systematically getting rid of as many of the small to medium banks through either forced consolidation, lack of deposit levels that would meet or exceed the various Basel one, twos, or threes, and thus creating small, smaller banks or banks of which that are less in numbers. And so as we move here, and then it continues, this is what blows me away. So now we're having forced consolidation in some areas of small to medium banks. These are non-retail customers by definition. They're commercial customers. So what they're looking at doing on the federal level is either nationalizing these banks ultimately to be rolled up or just automatically closing those banks altogether. My sources are saying that this should take about 24 to 36 months for most of the large scale migration from 200 plus million commercial accounts that are systematically exclusively on um, small banks, rural banks and credit unions over to the FedNow platform. As this takes place, Commercially serialized CBDC-like tokens will be used as the administration was very tricky and clever to try to change CBDC definitions, i.e., check on the check with the governor of South Dakota, Oklahoma, North Carolina, and of course Ron DeSantis of Florida, all which had press conferences showing that the UCC that was sent from the feds this year specifically included a renaming definition and understanding of cryptocurrency to make CBDCs allowable to transact within their states. Four states that we know of at this time has confirmed that they pushed back on this. These will be for bank-to-bank -bank CBDCs first, then as individual commercial accounts are settled each night on the Fed now, they'll eventually show up in the actual commercial accounts of these individual uh, account holders. 
People won't even know the difference that it happened. Eventually, they'll just wake up one morning like Venmo, see credits accredited to their commercial accounts, not realizing those are digital dollars under the CBDC tokenized and serialized individually understanding. The largest clearing banks will be the last ones standing. Eventually, all those will collapse into Federal Reserve slash Fed now for full centralized monetary control. This will happen 100% fast as a process in art. And what we're running some, some understanding, some conclusions is about 40% done already. And it's here. The migration, like I said, could take probably about two years or less. You never know. They could, they could expedite this and accelerate it, uh, which would not be surprising if they do that. It could take maybe a little 18 months. So what I'm looking at now is the Fed now launches. It's out there. They're migrating. People are starting to understand that we're in a Venmo world. Venmo will not be Venmo to be the Federal Reserve. CBDC is here. There is a video that came out today, which I'll send you guys. It shows the social credit score now deployed in 26 providence across China. The, in, it started May 1st. Reactions have been, uh, I don't want to use the word scary because I don't think that's big enough. Let's say, let's say horrifically alarming to the citizens of these provinces where they're speaking out saying now they are afraid of even stepping they're stepping out of line. They're so afraid of getting out of line in any way. And I mean literally spitting on the sidewalk, saying the wrong word. Face recognition and voice recognition is clearly in place in all 26 providences. It actually showed a working model on somebody's phone, the social credit score, and it was deducting money because I guess they didn't say hello or something and give the right greeting to an elderly person. They were so let me, funny. let me ask you a question, Christian. Yeah. Is your concern that what you've just narrated could translate into our society? Is this what the American public has to look forward to potentially? I don't know if they want to look forward to it, but I can tell you this with certainty. It's here. Fed now launched on Monday of this week. It's already out. Banks are already migrating their customers by, by accessing FedNow and signing for up for FedNow and the services and clearing offerings that they are giving the small to medium banks, thereby de facto, and again, it's a direct competitor to themselves. They just don't get it. So it's already happening, Lou. This is a train that would be very challenging to stop completely. Now, can we slow it down? Absolutely. Do we want to win 24? We got to win 24. We got to win the White House back. Here's a question. What what can the American public do to prepare for this, if anything, Christian? Because I know we've had this conversation before. I want the listener to hear what your, your recommendations are. And I also need you at some point to remind them how they can find you, because some people are going to probably need to talk to you. All right. Well, there's a couple things. First thing you got to do is we have to outspend Democrats. The Republicans are one-third the budgets of the Democrats each and every year when it comes to local, state, and federal election levels, okay? We got to start giving more. I don't care if it's $25 or $25 million. If you really care about your pocketbook and your liberties and freedom, okay, about you and your family, start giving to the candidates that hold the values of the United States Constitution. They don't always have to be Christians. They can be Jewish. As long as they hold true to the values of the Constitution and the laws thereof as a republic. Second thing is, look, if Biden wins in 24, it's bad for the economy. It's bad for people. Gold's going to skyrocket. Big news yesterday was China increased their record amount of gold for the eighth straight month. Now they're buying what appears to be 
is being as much gold as mined in a month, they're buying the entire amount. It's unreal the amount of gold they're buying, knowing that the valuation of currency, especially the dollar, is imminent. So if Biden wins in 24, me and my clients are going to make a fortune in gold in the rare coin market. Okay, so that's the thing is you not you need to start protecting your wealth. And the third thing is get this message out. Get this message out. Start sharing the show. Share the message so more people can understand. It is not the light at the end of the tunnel. It's a train. If you don't pivot, you must pivot. No, we're going to have to go to a break right now, Christian. But just very quickly, can you remind people how they can find you? Yeah, they can find me very easily. Website, BMC, Bravo Mary Charlie, ham, H-A-M, bmcham.com. Toll-free number right there, 844. Give us a call. We're going to wrap this up with Christian. I Hopefully you can tell this is an immense amount of information that's somewhat critical in nature. We'll be right back, guys. The world is in crisis, with political unrest and financially unstable countries trying to print their way to prosperity by taking on trillions of dollars of new debt. It's incredibly concerning. That's why you need to own silver as a hedge. So call today to receive the free hard asset information kit on how easy it is to own silver. Green energy demands will possibly turbocharge silver prices to 50, 100, even 300 an ounce according to many experts around the world. Silver is a proven hedge against inflation. Since 1971, silver has returned over 11% when averaged yearly. Silver is a proven wealth preservation for hundreds of years. Hard Asset Management is a trusted leader in precious metals and rare coins for nearly 40 years. We have the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, expedited shipping, with award-winning customer service available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. CST, Monday through Friday. So protect yourself from the chaos. Invest in stability with hard asset management. Call now and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. 844-426-4653. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, and we have Christian Briggs. We're speaking about a little to do with the economy, mainly conversation revolving around transition into digital currency. Um, give us a little wrap up or a synopsis of what you experienced yesterday, Christian, in regards to um, activity of individuals inquiring as to uh, rare coins and gold, et cetera. So great question. So at the end of the day, with everything that is wrong in the economy, the numbers are not good. We're definitely going to see a massive recession. I don't know if it's a full-blown depression quite yet, but it's going to be a severe recession. Anything like we've seen in 08, certainly as good as that. Gold went up almost 300%. Rare coins went up between 12, 7 and 10 times in value in about a six-year period. So it was a phenomenal return. We are starting to see the buying of rare coins, unbelievable amounts of gold and silver. But interesting about the gold is by central banks around the world. So they know that their devaluation is forthcoming, probably imminent for some of the uh, smaller countries out there that are having some challenges economy-wise. But the biggest news is that the BRICS, the the Brazil, Russia, India, China, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan, all these countries now, 41, 41 have joined the BRICS and are going to be at that big meeting August 22nd, 24th, to announce the decoupling of the dollar from their petro and or commodity sales within those 41 BRICS countries. That is going to, long-term will destroy the dollar, long-term will destroy the dollar. And that'll be incredibly bullish for gold Two. Rare coin prices are skyrocketing. Get a hold of me anytime. My initial C at bmcham.com is my email. But just know this. 
if you don't pivot, don't get upset when some of the assets in the soft side, the equities, the bonds, and even the real estate start to show fairly significant declines and downturns. Interesting. Christian, thank you for uh, so much for this information today. Of course, we're going to have you back for additional updates and your insight and understanding as to what's going on on this front. Tom and I, last week, we started with um, uh, a discussion on the assassination of John Kennedy and the loss of the innocence of this country. We're going to go to a quick break. In fact, we may wrap it for today, and I'm going to bring you right back um, in a conversation following with Tom Fuentes, and we're going to continue on our journey, which is what you're going to find out this is really about, traveling through the 60s and the 70s, the 80s, so on and so forth. Thank you for joining us today. Stay with us, and we're going to be back with Tom very shortly.